The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. We do have Dan Murtaugh with us, uh, Bloomberg's Asia Energy reporter, to take a, a closer look at this story about what looks to be, Dan, to be sabotage uh, on uh, the Nord Stream pipeline. Yeah, you know, uh, as, as everybody knows, you know, Russia has been sort of slowly uh, squeezing off gas supplies to Europe for nearly a year now, ever since last winter. And it just took uh, an unprecedented step uh, yesterday. Um, the, there were two uh, underwater explosions noticed by the Swedish authorities. And shortly after, in those exact locations, uh, gas started bubbling up to the surface of the Baltic Sea. Uh, it, there's been no you know, concrete um, investigation done because it's so soon, but it, it certainly appears that uh, some explosions, uh, there's pipeline damage, their gas is leaking out of the pipelines uh, up into the atmosphere, which is horrible for the climate. And it all but certainly means that um, there'll be no gas coming along the Nord Stream 1 pipeline into into Europe this winter, which mm. is just making the, the energy crisis there that much more severe. Yeah, I was going to say, what does this mean? And we're already facing this very dire crisis because it does put at risk what, what little gas is still flowing to northwest Europe from Russia very much at play. Yeah, you know, the at the time of the explosions yesterday, the pipelines had already both been basically um, neutered by Russia. Nord Stream 2 had never even gotten off the, the ground, and Nord Stream 1 had been had stopped delivering a couple days ago after Russia said uh, it had needed some maintenance issues done on a compressor station. Um, but uh, this, this basically, there, there was some hope left in the market that, you know, compressor stations could get fixed, some flows would resume. And Europe could get uh, start getting some gas from Russia again this winter. Um, that hope is all but gone now, uh, as the the idea that this is possible sabotage means that you know this is not just you know, whatever thought you may have had that this could all just be coincidence that Russia was was squeezing off these supplies at the same time as the Ukraine war that these maintenance issues just happened to happen at the same time. Uh, very very few people are confident that uh, that that's possibly the case now. Everybody is. Uh, gas traders are starting to price in the idea that Russia really wants to to punish Europe for its uh, support of Ukraine. And there's no real arbitrage uh, opportunities here. I mean, they can't exactly get supply in from from other places. I mean, they can, but but it's it's limited in scope. Um, and and so you wonder what the political ramifications from this might be. If it's yeah, proven. you know, the, the European countries are are trying to do several things. Uh, depending on the country, a couple of them have LNG terminals and pipelines from elsewhere. Um, you know, Italy, which used to get about 40% of its pipeline or its gas supply from Russia, ha- has said that it's made arrangements to make sure it's going to get all of its gas 
from other sources this winter. Germany is scrambling to build LNG import terminals so it can bring in more cargoes from the Middle East, from the U.S., um, but but there are problems with that, as you alluded to. You know, other countries want that uh, that those LNG cargoes. Other countries that are used to getting it. Um, you know, Europe's demand has put gas prices through the roof. LNG freight prices that uh, these tankers are going for sometimes up near two hundred thousand dollars a day. Um, all of this stuff is, is skyrocketing, and it's hurting you know economies all over the world. Uh, emerging economies like Pakistan and Bangladesh, who you know, we're reliant on natural gas, but can't afford to pay these uh, these super high fees. They can't afford afford to compete with uh, with rich countries like Germany for these limited supplies. So it, it's you know the the pain in Europe is uh, is acute, but uh, but it's actually spreading through the rest of the world as well. Yeah, indeed, and and we've been seeing that in terms of uh, U.S. gasoline spikes as well. Just tell us what we're watching because there's also refinery outages in the Midwest, adding to this story too. Yeah, you know the U.S. market is um, the U.S. is actually in probably the, the the best shape of any major economy the, in terms of of energy, just because it has you know plentiful supply of its own oil and gas. Uh, it's become a major exporter in recent years. But you know there, there's a hurricane flowing through the the Gulf of Mexico uh, that's going to be hurting gasoline supplies in Florida and oil supplies in the Gulf of Mexico. There's you know, refinery outages that are threatening to, to halt this long uh, decline in gasoline prices that, that Joe Biden was so excited about heading into the midterm elections later this mm-hmm. fall. Um, you know, the, the energy market globally is just incredibly tight yeah, right now, and tight. it's going to remain that way through the winter. I guess we should ask you briefly, these gas leaks would be posing some risks, environmental and safety risks. So what do we know so far? Yeah, I, I mean, Several of uh, the European nations around there have created no no travel zones around these gas leaks, which are still bubbling up to the surface, at least as of uh, the last time there was light out that we could see. Um, um, and natural gas, the biggest component in it is, uh, is a gas called methane, that's a CH4, and it is an incredibly potent greenhouse gas. It, it traps heat at 80 times the rate that carbon dioxide does. So it's... Uh, you know, it's bubbling up to the atmosphere and just going to soak up there and really push more global warming, uh, you know, even as uh, everything the world is trying to do to, to halt climate change. On that note, unfortunately, Dan, we have to leave it there. Dan Murtaugh, Bloomberg's Asia Energy Reporter. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.